This is Adventure Public Radio. Hello, mortals, and welcome to Adventure Public Radio, bringing you stories on the ground from the realm of Midgard. And I'm Terry the Bard. The Goose Cannons are running some hasty errands. A quick stop at the Isle of Berserkers and some diplomatic maneuvering gained them a formidable platoon of Trollkin and Reavers. With Montaigne in tow, they make their way back to Bjornheim for final preparations. Let's hope their incessant bickering doesn't unravel their efforts. Hey, Zach, what the fuck are we doing? Well, yeah, Zach, what the fuck are we doing, Zach? Always very aggressive. Hey, Zach, what the fuck are we doing here? So, where I left you guys off last time, I believe we were above the Gloaming Crag. Um, we were in a vision with our old friend, Old Honey Pals. Um, he was in the caravan that Irvin uh, used to ride around the Northlands, spreading the doomsaying of Ragnarok. And unfortunately, Irvin had passed away. Um, his eyes. That's, that's a nice way to say. Yeah. Had his eyes exploded and <laughs> runes carved into him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, like a script put in his mouth? Yes, a script that uh, had the symbol of Chernobog oh, and right. the words soon on the bottom of it. Um, the wild thing to me is that the wild thing to me is that he seems like he's been doing better in life. He has a cart. I mean, that's really that's really sad that he, he achieved such greatness and then immediately dies. Well, you know, I mean, he had a good gut time while he was, you know, alive, I guess. He was here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you picture the people running around uh, hooting and hollering about, oh, the apocalypse. Like, you don't picture them getting their shit together and, like, getting... <laughs> Reaching the heights of like a Actually, cart. No, no, no. Uh, Actually, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, a lot of those like weird Jesus people have a van. Yeah. Yeah. Plastered with signs that Jesus loves you and yeah, stuff. Yeah, this is like a fantasy version yeah. of that. It's like a horse-drawn <laughs> carriage. Unfortunately, his car is uh, impaled with many different uh, shards of ice. Oh and um, he has, like you said, his eyes have been gouged. And um, we, we see as Honey Paul's kind of reads this, his hands shaking Oh, I'm a damn fool. This is this is rag. He looks back to the guard. We're gonna. We need to get them evacuated. This this is this is real. And um, the guards is like looking around. He's like, Honey Paul's. He is dead. We. I understand what you're saying. And um, Honey Paul stops. He says, No, go go back to the gloaming crag. Let's get everybody out of there. Ragnarok is coming. The the snow's gonna come. Everyone's gonna die. And they're going to rise. And as he says that, Irvin rips himself from the ground of the caravan and lashes out towards him. Uh, old Honey Paul's quickly with like a bestial rage just swipes his head from his shoulders and in heavy breathing, you know, looks around to the guard. We need to get out of here. And you hear, and you hear the guard outside say, we got a bigger problem and more corpses start to rise from outside of the cart. And we're going to leave that scene oh, there and <laughs> go back to you boys down God. in Beowulf Hall. You, can, you not only learned how to do an epilogue, but you learned how to do a prologue? <laughs> I'm trying new things, boys. I'm a, I'm a change man. Yeah, I see. Wow. <laughs> wow. new lady friend finally, is doing stuff yeah. to you. Yeah, you finally learned boost. about foreplay. That's good. I like that. You can take inspiration for that. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> a I'll sex joke it. got Christian inspiration. It is a new oh, day. Oh, my God. What I a have, terrible precedent. I, I, just, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I have inspiration. Do you remember what that was for? No. Oh, man. For anti-vax jokes 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-masker, yeah. Jeff. No masks. My freedom. Something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This might um, be the first time you guys remember something that I have no memory of. Oh, really? At wow. All. Usually you're on point because I you're know. editing right away. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like five episodes no, back. No, no, no. No no shade. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, anyhow, you guys have just arrived in Bjornheim uh, with all of your crew, Slovig, and all of her uh, people, the trolls, the trolken. Um, you have your... Obviously, your Motley crew of, you know, uh, <laughs> little Arnold. No, no, no large they're, Arnold. No, they're on oh, the boat. I'm sorry. They're all on the boat. We oh, don't know if they're, we don't know we if they're, they're going to arrive. Oh, thank you, guys. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, we'll have to get to that in a, in a second. You guys have arrived you here. You forgot about Montaigne, though. Oh, yes. And let's not forget toting Montaigne in a casket. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you bring him everywhere you go? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. God. All right, that's gonna be something. Uh, I gotta, we gotta resolve that somehow. <laughs> What's that anime? Gungrave or something? The, like the dude. Oh shit! Carries around. I the- I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called though. Um, yeah, Trigun. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's it. Trigun. I think it's Trigun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys have arrived at Beowulf Hall. Um, who is carrying this casket? Oh, it's me. Obviously, it's me. always you. Yeah. So I guess did you like enlist one of the Trollkin to help you? Oh, is I got it Slovak? Huh? Yo, got you got it? it? Oh, okay, so we're just like Silver throwing shoulder. it over. All right, fair enough. You do have the uh, feet of like holding more than you The double usually. bike carry capacity. Yes. So <laughs> over <laughs> your shoulder like a uh, 80s boom do- boombox. Yeah, boom <laughs> I, I, mean, I think I made that joke last time. <laughs> oh my God, can we have like a say anything yeah. moment where you just like just hold, hold it up? up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> Anyhow, you walk into the off Hall toting the casket and um, inside you find uh, Johanna Hunhair, who is, seems to be going over uh, certain shipments and stuff with Orson, who is there and uh, they are conversating about the upcoming events. They kind of like, I see Johanna like probably looking at you and then looking at the, the, the casket <laughs> and uh, Orson going, gentlemen. Hey, hey, Orson. Um, I feel like there's a lot to cover, but mostly mm. I would say we're here to help with the war effort. Here's our road dogs at Slovig. Um, oh, oh did you, I guess they all come. Like, oh, maybe yeah. she just comes in. Maybe she comes in. Yeah. And we point, okay. like, out, the door's open outside and we can see yeah. all the other You trolls. can see all the other trolls yeah. out there who are, like, taking muffins from people and, like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, enjoying this they're, atmosphere. The Reavers came with us, correct? Uh, they're, or they're meeting us. They're meeting us because they're taking the boat. Taking okay. the boat. Three yeah. weeks. Yeah. And Orson's like, oh, that, not a casket. Yeah, this is a casket. Anybody else want to explain it? I could explain you know, it if you want. Some things, boys, every time I see you, there's some, something you got to explain. Uh, Carl, maybe you want to take this. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, uh, he's a hired hand. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't even I don't know if we can call him hired. We convinced him. He's a vampire. We convinced him to. Oh. Have you heard of Montaigne the Undying? No. He, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of explaining this backwards. See, he puts his hands on his hips. You brought Montaigne the Undying in here. <laughs> yeah, he's going to help us in the battle for Bjornheim. Miss Honey, here, I, I know you. these men are supposed to help us, but this is very reckless. And she, uh, said, no, 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 I, I'm i sure they have good reasons. I mean, he agreed to it, which was the, the good reason I had. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a powerful, powerful dude. <laughs> I could use any help with Sh- that. Should I draw the shades? And Yes, please. Yeah. He, oh, yes. He, he, yeah, he would probably like to come out and talk oh, a yeah, little he bit. He doesn't like to send them uh, too much. Uh, he is actually a really sweet guy. Like, the whole story is basically someone killed this kid, and obviously he went into, like, a thousand-year rage. And, uh, you know, who doesn't? I, I, yeah. I don't know if I would call it a rage. More like a depression where people wanted to fight him. And he's like, all right, I guess I'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't seem like he wanted to uh, do the killing so much as, like, 
he just felt compelled to uh, give him a fight. You know. Well, I, 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 okay. Well, maybe perhaps I should. We should ask him. Yeah. Um, she. <laughs> yeah, goes, it's kind of so, dark. It's actually a dark story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she draws the shades, and I imagine you put the casket down. Um, sure. And she shuts the door, make sure there's no light in here. You see Orson. Like a little, little knock. Montaigne, if you're ready to come out and talk, we would like to have a couple conversations. Short ones, hopefully. I'm sure he can hear everything we yeah. can say. positive can. You hear a mummered, uh, from, a mumbled uh, word from the casket. Uh, that's not a word <laughs> a sigh a mumbled sigh from the cast i don't know if you can mumble a sigh mm, you're probably right an exasperated sigh an exasperated sigh thank you joe no problem. Uh, <laughs> comes from the casket as it slowly begins to open and you see miss uh orson like kind of grabbing one of his weapons on the side like i imagine he him like a old time sheriff but like instead yeah. he is a more like a, a soldier you know he has his armor on and whatnot he's going to grab his mace like like it's a pistol mm-hmm. um waiting for uh, montaigne to slowly rise out of this casket and he does uh creaking and like kind of adjusting his back i think uh you know sif sees he starts seeing him go for his weapon and and you know syphilis is just says orson i wouldn't do that if i were you i would stand down i've never seen him never seen a dead man before like this well, well, no, we're not dead, and we meet them. He's he's not. Are vampires undead? Yes. Yeah. They are they, undead. They are, yeah. nature, they are undead. All right. Well, he's he's Montaigne the Undying. I guess yeah, because he's undead. Fair. Hey, hey, okay. Hey, quick question, I lean into call. Where where are your flesh puppies and your bone daddies? Um, I I meant to ask that a second ago. I don't think I have any. Okay. I don't have any spell slots burned. I don't think I have okay. any active flesh puppies. Alright, you just let them drop. Okay, great. That's bone daddies. I just love this idea that they were there and then they dropped, and you're like, oh, well, I just gotta throw them <laughs> off. This, <laughs> just I don't, leave them on the side of the road. Where, where would I? When did I last pick them up? Because the last time I remember, oh, the Manor. one at Montaigne's, yeah. and they died, and I don't think I picked up any you new did, ones. I think you did pick them up as you were okay. leaving. Okay, uh, but. Regardless, I imagine you just look like, well, I don't need these right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we also had a long boat trip where you would have to like keep them all. Uh, yeah. We, usually uh, we like ju- uh, we have drunk Mike just chuck them overboard. Yeah, you know? I, I just imagine <laughs> that that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, are you done with these? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> drunk Mike was like taking bets on like boxing them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think he uh, he takes bets on which one's gonna drop first. Yeah. Because he like obviously you didn't like you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they do go off at the same time but like they, they do activate at the same time yeah well i guess it would just like always perplex mike that they all die at the same time so he always loses the bet maybe <laughs> <laughs> all right all, all right. right um and slowly montaigne rises out of this coffin his hair is kind of jumbled mess <laughs> <laughs> for the first time like his clothes aren't exactly perfect he's like kind of adjusting that was a long travel yeah how was the ride buddy i did my best to keep you even Keep you level. If it wasn't for your music. Ooh. I got more of that coming for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, where are we? Uh, we are in Bjornheim, specifically Beolf Hall. This is like the leader of Bjornheim, Johanna Honeyhair. He and, kind uh, of like slowly gets out of the casket and steps out of it and dusts himself off. And uh, another another important gentleman in this town and the Gloaming Crag. Uh, this is Orson. Orson uh, nods. <laughs> Evening. You know, like just trying, to, trying to stay stern and uh, delightful. Why am I here? Um, so, I mean, uh, that's, that's kind of a good question. Kind of a, um, so in about three weeks, that's a, our guesstimate, right? Johanna, I kind of look mm. at her. She nod. Yeah, she, she nods. She's yeah. like, yes, uh, three weeks. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, 
in about three weeks, uh, all hell is about to break loose. Uh, there are giants who are going to storm this village and try and kill or capture or enslave everybody here. Right. Uh, including right. many, many children. Children who are specifically important to me because they are my family. Mm. Um, and we have been doing this war effort, as we explained before. And I have come to uh, provide you as an additional resource to Johanna, who is busy planning the, uh, the main effort herself. I see. Kind of looks around the building. Is that a jar of honey? Oh yeah, you should get some of that. You'll be needing some of that. Yeah, <laughs> mix it with some blood or whatever. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> 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 Fill an inflatable gross. doll with honey or something. Whatever you need to do to <laughs> to get the honey into you. The idea of him filling up an inflatable doll to bite and suck honey out of is just too much. Whatever you need to do to get there is fine. <laughs> no judgment on my end. I see. Well. If you find a task that would suit my needs, let me know. I'm going to take a look. Suit my needs? Yeah, suit, like, because he's a vampire and you can't be out in the sun and all, like, you know. But suit his needs? Yeah. Or Or you have a task that, like, needs my services, kind of? Is that the question he's asking? I guess more or less, like, because he was talking about wanting to be killed in battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's saying, like, what would suit my needs? Oh, oh, I understand. I'm sorry. Okay, I got confused. Something that, you know, Point me yeah. in the right direction. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, for the time being, uh, like I said, I, I will leave you with Johanna Honey here. But, uh, I mean, honestly, you're kind of my surprise weapon here. Mm. Uh, once those those motherfuckers roll up on us, I'm just going to kind of like put you out there, open your casket and be like, ha ha, bitches. <laughs> and then I'll run away personally. <laughs> so you plan to keep me here? I mean, if you don't mind. I mean, there's there's plenty of other cool places around don't here. Don't really mind. Um, and this is when Orson starts to say, "Well, um, Bastion, we've uh, discussed some of the happenings since uh, you've been gone. Uh, me and Miss Honeyhair were over here talking about it, and uh, seems that things are progressing a little bit faster than we'd like." Oh, right, right. Uh, the Vargreich have made an open declaration of war, as he kind of shows this. Uh, paper across the table to you seems they've decided to join forces with the uh yotun giants mm. and uh i say they're gonna be upon us within the next 10 day it seems a little bit faster than we expected mm. the virus are the werewolves correct yes sir um which makes sense because they were dealing uh slaves to scrow toward the cold so it seems like they've been in league for a while do you think is it is it both coming at once in 10 days you know uh could be a ploy. Maybe this is their way of catching up on time. You remember? Because they didn't have the supplies like they should have had. Sure. So the giants weren't going to be able to do it. But if maybe they had the, the, the foot soldiers of the Vargreich, maybe they, they could make a move for it. Mm. it seems so like, coming. A, like a blitzkrieg. Like they're like the shock troops. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Well, we better get all the silver we can muster and uh, start fashioning the weapons here. Yeah, we weren't really planning on fighting werewolves, but it uh, seems that that's coming as well. Well, I mean, fortunately, we brought some troops with us. Again, there's a lot of great troll fighters outside that we need to find lodgings for. Sorry. Like, I, I see that. And they're like uh, crowd surfing a bear folk across, <laughs> across the top of them <laughs> as they're like drinking meat and just yeah. enjoying themselves. They, they do love to party too. Um, and so I, I didn't quite ask permission for this. I don't think there is in about three weeks um, a whole lot of Reavers from the Isle of Berserkers who are coming to help. But I did kind of test. She's like, this is great. You know, Johanna's yeah. like, oh, this is excellent news. Yeah, I did 
kind of agree that you'll give him some money. We didn't work out specifics. They're also doing it for political gain. They kind of want more people to trade with them. Oh, Bastion. Yeah, so you got, there's also, I think, a boat that wants money from us out there. Yeah, who was that? Um, right, the guy that ferried us here. He's, yeah. he's waiting at the port. Oh, He'll excuse yeah. me, Miss Honeyhair. Believe it or not, I actually... Uh, close your ears, Carl. I don't want you to hear this. <laughs> oh, no. I, I put my hands over Carl's ears. All right, I paid them 200 gold to... Uh, <gasps> Carl, you're not going to believe this. Uh, I paid him 200 gold, so like, don't let him, uh, you know, uh, don't let him boss you around because he got a pretty good sum of money already. Okay. Yeah, we've been writing checks that uh, Bjornheim's going to have to cash. Yeah, I heard all that. Bastion doesn't know where my ears are. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're you not. Like on, like it's just flat on top, yeah. top of your head. They're not where you'd expect. <laughs> um, so, 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 uh, let me get this straight. So, you're. We got reavers coming, so that's 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 good. Yeah, uh, a plus there for Bastion. Yeah, definitely. And then this ferryman, mm-hmm. you you got a passage from from Scold home. Okay, and yeah. and you promised him payment as well. Yeah, it seems like Sif already paid him though, so we we might be cool there. Hmm. Uh, I think uh, he probably wants more, but I'm just saying, like, don't let him like uh, rake you over the the coals, you know. Because he's got okay. two hundred gold. Uh, I will. I will consult with him myself and yeah. see what we can come to an agreement. The the reavers, though, <laughs> uh, that's they usually pretty costly, Bastion. Uh, yeah. Um. It did seem like we were able to kind of sway them in such a way that, uh, political, political payment. Mm. They, they, will... see, they see this to to their benefit as well. Mm. They may they may expect something, but they 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 see the benefit for this. Right now, as it stands, people only do business with the Reavers when they're paying them to go kill people for them. They don't want to this do trade for them, so they spend $10, 10 gold for everything that costs one gold. Mm. So if they can make their lives a little bit easier, you know, get a, get a better reputation as not only bloodthirsty uh, killers, but also good businessmen who uh, maybe will, uh, will do a, a solid for people in need, it might go far for the, for the brand, so to speak. Well, it's, it sounds like you've done quite well then, Bastion. I, I'm sorry that I was really concerned, but they are, I mean, you don't not pay the Reavers. No, 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 as the famous saying goes. They, uh, <laughs> they are ferocious warriors. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. they do come to collect, yeah, that's you, for you, sure. You, you know the famous, uh, the famous saying from up here, right, Johanna? Yeah, what would that be? No, no, you know it. <laughs> let's, all, let's all say it together on three. <laughs> One, two, three. You the always pay the berserkers. Okay, I thought it was Reavers. Or, or re- you die a whole <laughs> death. Yes, that's, that's how we were raised. Yeah, I remember those back in the day. Uh, yes, uh, I will talk to this. this. Uh, yeah, his name is Bjork. Okay, this yeah. Bjork. And and the ferryman, and and we'll get that sorted out. And then the very last thing I know, I brought up the trolls a couple times. I really want to boost their brand a little bit more. Uh, Slovig is the the biggest of badasses. She's kind of I think their unofficial leader, and they were like down to clown. I don't think they're even asking for anything. They're just like, yeah, let's go fucking help the bears. They rock. Let's party. Wow, um, that is that's great <laughs> news. Uh, we've we've had some good relations with the with the trollkin. Uh, it's but, even better, baby. But it's never been. For free or never with military might. This is great for Bjornheim. Um, this is, uh, I feel much better than I did just a minute ago. You're going to kick him some cheddar anyway, though, aren't you? Uh, well, yeah, you know. Uh, Johanna, Johanna. With some great armor and shit. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, look, the importance of us having silvered weapons, uh, magical uh, defenses, 
for these werewolves because uh, these Vargreich, they are some of them are werewolves. Uh, mm. Typical weapons, they don't do anything to them. So we need to arm our best fighters with silver. We need to arm, uh, you know, we need uh, mages and things that uh, you know cast stuff. Like we need a barrage when they come into town, you know, like fireballs, all sorts of cool stuff. I don't, I don't have a lot of ideas, but they'll melt some silverware into some weapons or something, do some like silver coated iron or something, you know. This is, yeah, I mean, this is all things that we're going to have to consider. Um, <clears throat> and what is he? He's going to. He points at. Uh, she kind of nods towards Montaigne, who's like checking out a bookshelf and like kind of roaming through tomes and stuff. He's to die is that what he said yeah he doesn't seem to really care if he dies but he is very powerful and he agreed to help us as like sort of one i guess going out in a blaze of glory is a pretty cool way to go yeah um he seems a little depressed for something like that but i mean he agreed <laughs> to help us and he's kind of like 20 warriors all in one at least like yeah he's, you should have he, seen the, the body is littering at his yeah. place it was quite, quite intimidating i don't know why I've, we proceeded we've we've heard about the devil's feast uh that is uh remarkable that he is standing right here yeah i i, I don't know how we and terrifying him. um and, sure. and what an undignified journey in that camp. <laughs> right here. around this time montaigne kind of strolls over so when you kill the soldiers that are here what do you do about the rest of the vargreich it seems if they're leaving their place perhaps now is the time to go visit them mm. Mm. but i mean how much can we accomplish by go in to visit them well if we, if we ambush them that that would be fantastic yeah. i guess the question is do we have time to do that before yeah uh before shit hits the fan otherwise he's like kind of pacing around he's like just it seems if you just kill the the regular folk it's not quite enough perhaps taking the head off the snake is a better approach well uh, we're not killing like any vargarite kids or or women or anything no who said that I don't know. It sounds like you plucked that a little bit. He uh, grins a little bit. <laughs> you know, like, well, that's not really what we do. Uh, you know, not all the Vargreich are, like, totally bad. There's some that, like, I think are, like, a little bit misunderstood, you know? It, we, this we've isn't, met exactly one who... This isn't okay. Vietnam. There are rules. We, <laughs> <laughs> we have to... We, okay, like, we can, we can go, like, maybe head off some attack that is coming, but we can't just uh, go, like, obliterate a... I do think that is what he's suggesting, right? Well, yes. I mean, it seems if they are not expecting it, yeah. they're going to try to come here, and they're not even the giants. Am I wrong? Oh, ambushed ambushers. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Mm. Oh, I thought you were talking about like killing yeah. women and children. I was like not on board. I don't know why you would think that, that, Syphilis. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing against you. It's just like sometimes sure. I'm used to people being like, you know, shady characters and stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I'm down for that party. I mean, we could just take... The trolls, you if you're up for it. Seems to be a good way to put me to good use. We have three weeks before. I mean, we it seems like we should be doing something. What's like the best use of that three weeks before uh, hell breaks loose? Uh, it seems like a, as good a way as any. So, when do we go? Uh, today? Tonight? No, I don't Tonight, know. tonight specifically? Tonight it is then. But I think we need to make sure that we have the right people, like Slovig or somebody. We need to get them magic weapons or silvered weapons. Before we go, because, uh, you know, those werewolves, they don't take, uh, they don't seem like to take damage like normal. I'll just make them all puke their guts out. Sorry. <laughs> I'll just make them all puke their guts out. I, I, I do agree that uh, Carl has become a dark archbag as god wizard 
who probably could make them all spit the guts out, but we probably should get them weapons that are yeah. maybe a little magical. Um, also, the, as, a, as a little button to put on all of this, we are now called the Goose Cannons, and we will not answer to anything else, Johanna. I forgot we made that decision on the boat. I haven't seen you since. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our names our names individually, obviously, but collectively, if you say, like, you guys, yeah, we're we, going we, like, to, very pointedly mm. ignore you uh, addressing us. Right, now. right. Uh, everything has to be official. Uh, the Goose Cannons, of <laughs> course. Yes, uh, we're a subsidiary of the, the Reavers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I will handle this with your... Um, your uh, ferryman and i guess i will see about getting silverware um great thanks it's a it's a start uh good evening gentlemen it's good to see you oh, again. thank you so much thank you johanna and oh. she goes outside and you can hear like <laughs> people yelling and having fun out there and she's like oh it's like moving out of the way as people are like eating and uh being rowdy what is our next plan guys um did you want to have any other conversation with these two i i don't think so i mean if we aren't leaving tonight um, you know, I, I definitely want to play music for Montaigne, but like, you know, that's just keeping up my end of the deal. But other than that, I already saw my folks recently. Yeah. Um, we don't have a lot more money than w- what we left with. Yeah. That's what anything. I was figuring. Yeah. I, I, I just don't want to fast forward until I make sure that oh. you guys are good. Uh, so I'm good. The yeah. only thing I thought of was like, I could like talk to the mages guild or maybe or whatever and like, you know, get them up to speed on shit. But that seems like a, a sort of nothing burger. Yeah. Uh, the the GMC guild. The, oh, okay. Well, not just the geomancy, like the like the wizards. I don't know the the magisterial <laughs> the, the ma- magic folk. <laughs> yeah, like they have a magic guild or something. Yeah. I'm sure of some kind. What are you and, What are you trying to accomplish with this? Um, uh, j- I don't know. Like just getting catch them up, up to, the speed on what? Yeah, that's, exactly. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Is I don't really have anything to say. Like it right. might like it might make sense to have a scene like that, but I don't have like there's okay. no there's no meat there that I can yeah. Think of. I, I'm trying to think of what what you would really want to say to them other than what like the attacks and stuff coming. Because I, I imagine if there is a ma- mage's guild that Johanna's probably already handled that. I don't think that's something yeah. we have to do. Because uh, that seems like grunt work. We don't have to do that. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. Uh, Sif, you got anything? That I want to do in town? Yeah. Before we, uh, before we smash cut to the next day. Uh, when was Johanna going to go talk to the, the ferryman? Right now. Uh, I was going to go with her. Okay. I just, wa- just want to make sure they don't try to s- stiff her, you know? Yeah. Um, so when you go with her, I think that he doesn't see you at first, like, and sees Johanna there and is like complaining about the fact that he just had to ferry over about 40 people for less than the usual rate. Um, and then he sees you like kind of trotting down the deck boards and kind of straightens up a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, this seems like they come to a, a reasonable agreement. Can we, can we retcon that? I also went with them just as, cause like I was also like, yes. yeah, Johanna will is good for it. And it just makes sense that I go with them. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Um, I hang out with Montaigne. <laughs> you hang out with Montaigne. <laughs> um, yeah. So they come to a reasonable agreement. She pays them, uh, a hundred more gold and he thanks her and you know take nods at both of you two who are standing on the outside of the docks and seems to take his leave lathe is uh satisfied for the most part he still you know kind of gives you a long glance if you know because he does feel still cheated um in some way hey works work baby i have a good trip back <laughs> i telepathically say to him leave this is the lord you've done <laughs> You've done good works by ferrying these folks to the land of Bjornheim. You, <laughs> you hear, hear from far away. Enough! Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, these times it's going to work, Zach. <laughs> um, and that, I imagine, is all for, for now. Is that anything else? I got nothing else. Okay. No, that's all. So you guys um, find one of the random 
houses, like I said, everything is open here. Uh, I imagine, or are you staying in the hall with Montaigne? I'll stay with the, Montaigne. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you two, are you guys staying in the hall too? I'd imagine. And it's oh, big yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Everybody stays in the hall. There's enough uh, rooms there. You know, you get your services that you need. Geese uh, in the hall. <laughs> the geese are in the hall. And you play gentle music for Montaigne, who um, seems to, it really affects him in a way that you really don't understand. Because you like, obviously, you've played music before, but for it to calm somebody who is so up and down, yeah, um, it's it is a little strange, but it makes you appreciate how nice that instrument is. You know what I mean? For sure, the voice of Torm is really doing work, <laughs> keeping this vampire from going uh, completely nuts. Awesome. Yeah, and I mean, I think I just kind of any chance I get as I'm playing, uh, where he doesn't seem like he's lost in thought or anything, I just try and prod him about any more information about the the Omegas in general. Okay. You know, spe- specifically, uh, thinking about Bowie because this is his instrument, but whatever kind of tidbits I can get, we don't need a scene or anything. Just you know, that way I have an excuse to know more stuff about the past than I'm supposed okay. to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I will. We can do a scene uh, um, no, later on. No, but right, not right to. now. Yeah. Um, uh, so your night goes on. Uh, eventually, he will go back into his casket and just lay there just because he doesn't have anything else better to do. I, I don't have to leave, but I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> your, your musings uh, <laughs> have been nice, but I'm ready to do something else and he just lays in his casket um uh, buddy good night passion. uh you find yourself uh in a cot you know get yourself comfortable and you guys go to sleep um and you wake up feeling much stronger much more powerful as you have all leveled up to level seven very nice very very good um I figured you guys earned it. It's only been nine episodes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it might be a little bit less than that because we fought Michael. That The last fight we had before the level up was Michael, which was nine episodes ago. But we might not have leveled up until after our shopping episode. I can't quite remember. Yeah. Still, I think with the um, the Tremors fight, the yeah. <laughs> the Devil's Feast, and yeah. with all the negotiating, you guys have definitely earned uh, a level up. Sure. That's so, what's up. Co- convincing that. an immortal vampire to... <laughs> Come hang to out get, to get first to, to drag his casket across the desert. Fuck man, um, um, it, it's been long enough that I legit do not remember how we convinced him. I have no memory of it. I think it was just a good ass roll. Yeah, like a okay. good it was a good ass roll. I think we appealed was, to his humanity. And you also used the instrument, like you yeah. did. You did. You did attack to. Um, you did use the instrument to kind of get at his softer side gotcha. for the uh, omegas and whatnot. Um. But who is ready to go first? I want to know who's ready to oh, tell already, me how they... I'm good. I got seven hit points. Wait, hold on. You got to roll for those in front of me. No, I took the, the average. Oh, I? you took average? Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. And what else did you get? Um, I got an extra D6 on my sneak attack, baby. Did you get anything else? Um, uh, yeah, I got seven? this thing called Evasion, which basically is like area effect spells and stuff. Um, when you have me take a dexterity... Uh, saving throw if okay. i pass i take no damage if i fail i take that damage well i'm not happy about it so what's our hit point total at right now 56 56 that's a healthy boy um carl what do you got i i'll run my hp in a second uh basically all that happens is i get um a i get fourth level spells well a fourth level spell okay uh, and you already had fourth right no third I had third. third oh so now we're up to four okay yep uh, took polymorph because I can 
so good. I mean, I want to. I want to. Uh, spoiler: uh, Montana is probably going to end up as a T Rex at some point during this war. So. <laughs> um, okay, you, you have to have seen the thing to turn it into it. Do you? Um, yeah, you don't yeah. know what I was up to before we <laughs> met. Uh, if you remember, in our last campaign, I had to convince Zach that I had read about it in a book. <laughs> yes, yes he did. Or something. Yeah. Uh, well, 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 when it comes to that, if you, uh, oh my god, if he your has heart so desires, void horrors in his head that he probably see it. Oh, oh geez. Geez. Jeez. Yeah, that's the way to it do it. That's like an animal. Does it have to be an animal? Something like that. Uh, I don't know. We'll, beast. We'll, we'll sort out the rules. Yeah, 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 polymorph. yeah. That sounds good to me. Um, and my HP. What a wizard's roll. Roll a D6 for me. I had 32. That's a five. That's a five. All right. Plus your con. Two. All right. Seven. So total seven. Right. Bastion, what did you do? I am multiclassing into a bard. Oh, Okay. Wow. Um, and I know we talked about this uh, off air a yes. little bit, Zach. Uh, just make sure you were cool with it. Um, so, I mean, this comes with several several things. Primarily, um, I get proficiencies. So, I'm finally actually proficient in playing the loot. Um, oh, okay. So, which, like, which is cool. So, like, every night you've been yep. playing it for Montaigne, you've been, been getting better at it. I like it. Exactly. And the reason I drilled in specifically, I was asking uh, Montaigne about, you know, the Omegas and stuff. I've been reading the books. Uh, I get to pick a skill that I'm now proficient in, history. Oh, that's going to be super useful. Yeah, history uh, just makes sense for what's been going on. Uh, I, got, I got two cantrips, which is nice. I took a uh, message. Uh, Perfect. Seems useful. Vicious mockery. Yes. Uh, and then I have started to add my spells. I'll keep most of them a mystery because it'll be fun when they pop out. But I took one specifically for Christian. Oh no. Identify! <laughs> oh my god, someone got a useful magical spell. This is great. Oh man, identify. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely useful. And Stiff's definitely gonna be like, identify this sword for me, please. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no fucking could. clue why it makes me suck so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that, I mean, you know, it's the first level bard. No, um, yeah. I think that's I think it's cool that you're expanding your uh horizons and you kinda like you said, you kinda left the order and now you've kind of focusing on music and it kinda yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And it yeah, it feels right for the character. You know? Um and I believe their hit die is a D eight. It's a four. So it's a four. Six so, total. Yeah, six total. Okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, that's pretty good. Happens. Happens. Um uh, so what do you bring what is your total hit points up to? Um, so that's two less than so I think it's sixty eight total now. Oh wait, no. My Curtis. Oh, because it already added that. Yeah, I think sixty-eight total. Sixty-eight is excellent. I mean, <laughs> being healthy is 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 really important in this game. Yeah, um, for sure. So you guys all wake in Beelf Hall, and it's quiet. I would imagine in here the shades are still drawn, so it's kind of hard to tell that if it's day or not. Um, but you all awake in Beelf Hall. You hear like the probably people talk like low talking in the other side of the uh like where the library is and where you've met with uh the johanna before um what are we doing today i mean it's daytime right yeah it's yeah day- daytime. um finding the closest muffins and <laughs> getting Perfect. coffee getting, fantasy and coffee co- yeah and fantasy coffee yeah and just getting our butts to where did it, where are the vargreg well that's that is an interesting part so from your place to from jornheim to their main setup, which is the Moon Palace, which is uh, north of even the Gloaming Crag. So if you are trying to like cut them off, you figure the Vargreg are probably going to come straight down. Um, you definitely could try to like scout out there. Um, you don't really have a great direction. You know? uh, they're like up the river. Yes. Okay. 
So they're going to come like Question straight is down the Mon- coast. And- is Montaigne someone that could scout for us? Like, does he, he, he can fly and shit, right? I mean, if he was in, yeah, bat form, yeah, he could. Because he could, like, scout out at night while we're trying to sleep. He can. Yeah. I mean, that's. Because we're going to have to move during day, and then he's going to. Is it worth the effort of him sort of scoffing at our request and having <laughs> <laughs> to convince a him whole conversation to... for him to laugh at us? <laughs> I think he yeah, honestly it's, wants it's, to be helpful and useful. No, nah, I think it's a good idea. Um, yeah, I agree. We maybe we get on the road. Well, maybe we talk. Is there like a cartographer? Is there like whoever told us this information? Maybe they have some extra bits and pieces of like how they got it, where they could be coming from. Uh, yeah. So you kind of converse with Orson. Orson's yeah. like, well. Seems that uh, they declared war, like I said, and uh, they'd be here in a ten day. And well, it's from my calculations, from Moon Palace to Gloaming Crag is about 177 miles. Mm-hmm. So for them to bring a large force there, I mean, they say ten day, they're more like at least twenty day, if you know what I mean. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, they're probably mobilizing, probably getting people ready to go, just like we are. But uh, I don't expect them to leave Moon Palace until about a week. So if you wanted to wait, they have to cross the river before they can get closer to Gloaming Crag. You might be able to mm. catch them there. Yeah, I think the river's kind of a fun idea. Yeah. Where, where exactly, where, where we meet them? Uh, above the table, like I'm, I'm looking at the map. Yeah. And I'm like Gloaming Crag is like, there is like a little offshoot of the river that goes down to right. Gloaming Crag, but like the main, like from the Swive up to the Moon Palace is like one pretty straight shot along yes. the river. Along the river. Um, so above the table, I would say the first, they said that they would come and attack first. They're going to hit Gloaming Crag first. That's what the Giants said. Okay. Right. So we can assume off of that that they're all coming from that way and then they're going to come sweep down towards Bjornheim. So between um, the Gloaming Crag and Bjornheim is another 144, five miles. So um, you're where you could possibly catch them off. I'm looking at, there's like a kind of like a squiggly river that goes in between. Um, like where the Moon Palace is, like where the K that's is in Dark Reich. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm looking at. So somewhere down there, maybe you could catch them as they're crossing the river there. Okay, because he's going to say like you know, um, the straits there are too narrow to bring a, bring a ship through. So they're going to have to cross on foot. That might be a good spot to get them. I, I like that idea. I mean, set yeah. it up. I mean, maybe use some of your dark wizard powers. Do you have lightning powers yet? Uh, I I can I can prepare some on the way. Ooh. Um. I I say. Yeah, I like the idea of having Montaigne scout, somebody scout, maybe even a few scouts because, you know, it's a decent stretch. You know, we could if we're a mile yeah. <laughs> off to one side, we're going to miss him. So let's uh, we need to figure out where they're coming in advance and then sort of coalesce on that point. Absolutely. Um, I think that's I think that's a great plan. I think that was a great idea. Sif, we'll we'll have like, you know, little little advance parties out. And then once we know exactly which way they're coming down, we, we set up our ambush and. I mean, the, the advantage we have, we are a smaller force, but we can move much more swiftly than they can. Yeah. And it will give us a sense of how big their force is because, like, we may, we may find that they just have way too many for our little outpost. And Absolutely. We need, <laughs> we need to turn tail and run home. For sure. And, I mean, maybe we, on the way out that we grill a warfare. Take some down here and there. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, seems uh, at least they know that we're not afraid to go first. I Absolutely. think that's a, that's a big part of it as well. They, Figure they got the big bad giants behind them. They can get started early and then have the giants come and sweep us up. Mm. But if they uh, get kicked in the teeth early, maybe they'll uh, turn turn tail. Be good. Uh, Orson, where are we at with uh, those silvery weapons that Sif requested? Well, boys, uh, not a lot of silver out here. Bjornheim, 
fortunately, uh, we could make a couple. Won't be, well, as far as like for you, maybe he looks at Sif and you know, you, I could yeah. make a, you a silver weapon, maybe even your troll friend there. But, uh, as far as equipping all these men and overnight, that's a, that's a tall task. Do we have any, uh, like potions or any kind of fire bombs, any kind of things that, uh, you know, Hmm. I think I think that's a good idea. Yeah, as um, a, any kind of, like for the people we don't have silvered weapons for, like we need some kind of munition, something so that they are not literally defenseless. All right, I'm sure we could get some really strong mead together, or something like that, and make some sort of mead cocktail. I don't know. That like, seems I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh some mighty dangerous stuff. Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll give you some sort of firebomb cop- capabilities. Sounds good. All right, then you can take whatever uh, weapon you make for me. Give it to one of these, uh, you know, powerful trolls or something. I got the, you know, I got this, uh, this shit sword here. I got these, uh, <laughs> these cool daggers. Uh, yeah, um, that's very kind of you, Syphilis. I, I will do that. And yeah, gets gets a couple of weapons out. So there. So it seems like these were already forged silver-edged weapons that have probably been in Bjornheim. They probably went door to door asking, like, "Hey, you got silver weapons?" Because they don't <laughs> they don't really have like fine china or fine silverware here. Um, they just eat with their fucking bear paws yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wooden plates. Civilized right. folk. Civilized folk. Aren't they now rethinking their whole like? You know, fucking structure. Yeah, uh, fucking- I'm, I'm sure the attack of the werewolves is making them rethink their, their <laughs> silverware. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems like these are our forged weapons. Um, what would you like them to be? Ooh, I mean, I cannot. Uh, hmm, I think I would like to replace my my warhammer. Okay, just with a silvered warhammer. Yeah. Okay, that's what you have. Yeah, I, tra- I, tra- I trade it in. Trade it in. Um, I guess you want a silvered staff. I'll, yeah, if you're if we're silver and stuff, I'll. I'll that seems like my... a waste of. It <laughs> seems like a, a yeah, absolute but I'm a waste bur- of silver. But it's a I'm a bird and it's shiny and that's right. also one right. of the main characters. So okay, <laughs> that's right. yeah, another that's right. instance where uh, Jay's being greedy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just mark that down. I mean, I'm sorry, Carl. Oh my god, I forgot about that fight from last time. Yes, yeah, that's, we avoided Jeez. that quickly the, uh, with the the ear covering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Sif, you said you're not taking one, right? No, because I have a magical weapon right now, and it just seems I, I want to be able to do the most damage possible. But okay. I, I wonder though if silver will do more. Can you just dip it in the? It's the quick. I just think uh, silver some. is like a way of bypassing magical immunity kind mm. of stuff. Okay, I don't, I don't think I it's like it, it does more. I don't know. Maybe who knows? I, don't I, I thought maybe know. it was like a vulnerability, like a double damage kind mm. of situation. I think it just lets you do damage. Okay, if that's I case, don't I, know. I mean, I don't know. It's just like what it seemed like from. The perspective of when we battled that werewolf. But we didn't have anything silver. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But Jay's magic did hurt it, so. Yeah. I don't know. But again, silver. Do we have any anyone with knowledge about fighting werewolves? Like, obviously. You could you could definitely um, either roll history. or I'll roll history. Uh, roll arcane, I guess, because it's a werewolf. That kind of makes sense for arcane as well. I would just ask Montaigne, because he probably fought werewolves before. My new history roll, I got an eight. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, a uh, little foggy. A little yeah. foggy there, unfortunately. Kind of asking and thinking uh-huh. about it. Um, you can remember not being able to hurt it with your non-magical weapons. Your 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 um, your um smites went through. Yeah. The oh, dang it, guys. I think we might got it backwards. Maybe they love silver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Montan, do you ever fight the werewolf before? Mm, 
Yes, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, so like, what's the deal with them? Like, how you kill them? Like, is silver, does that do more damage or just let you kill them? Like, magic seems to hurt them, right? Like, you can yes, hurt yes. them for magic. Yeah, you need something either silver or magical. All right, well, there we have it. But are they weak to silver, I guess, is my question. Um, I wouldn't say weak. Oh, uh, it just okay. gets past their natural immunities. Understood. All right, Slovic, here you can have my silvered weapon, honey. Oh, she takes it and uh, gives you a big hug. Yeah, come on, baby. Thank you. Actually, you know what? Give that off to some some sloppy motherfucker. You take Scrotor stick oh. for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, but you need something magic. I, I have uh, Michael Axmall's battle axe. It's a plus one magical weapon. Yes. Nice. So you hand her Scrotor stick, and it's almost like she doesn't feel worthy at the same time. <laughs> and she... Uh, for the first time, you see her get emotional. And you see her <laughs> eyes get glossy, and she quickly shakes it off and like rubs it away. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem, much. baby. You'll be good use. <laughs> she uh, tries to run away from it and raises her stick outside to a uh, crowd uh, of cheering Trollkin. That's um, a cool scene. I want to say that that other weapon, just because like I think it'll be cool, is a is a like whip that has like silver oh. silvered like cattails yeah. yeah yeah i like that i like that because i'm just thinking like simon belmont or uh, somebody like you know mm. yes yeah. i so dig cool. that yes all right um so you have some weapons some you know some silvered weapons you have some magic we have figured out that this is how we're going to do this with the werewolves um we have a plan of attack so i guess let's roll some dice huh sure yeah all oh right. yeah so you guys are going to be heading out. It seems like it's 145 miles to Gloaming Crag. Is that where we're going to start first? Uh, or are you going to go straight and try to cut cut in the middle? I think I'm going to cut in the middle, right? We yeah, that no- makes sense to kind of try to cut in the middle. Yeah, yeah, let me look at the map. So we're, I mean, does it make sense? more sense to take a boat, go like go up through the... Well, we just you said, said you can't really... Small. Well, yeah. we are a smaller force. Do, I, you know, I thought do we have a sm- boats couldn't go up there. Yeah, do we have a small enough boat? To- you have a small enough boat, but it's not here. Your boat's okay. not here yet, but you could try to take one. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a whole thing. I mean, I guess it depends how much harder it would be to go over land. Also, above the table, uh, two boat uh, swindling episodes probably ain't great. Yeah, and what's it called? We want to be agile. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. All good points. Yeah. Uh, dire times yeah. call for dire, you know. So if I'm correcting this, uh, or if I'm getting this right, right underneath the K of Vargreich on the Midgard map from Cobalt Press, which is delicious. So good. Um, is 226 miles. Sure. So it's probably going to take you um, over a week to get there. Yeah. Sure. Over Works a week to get, get What about there. on a horse? What about on everybody rides Mason? <laughs> just every time I hear about Mason, it just kills me. I keep forgetting that he's here. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's say. I mean, Zach, there's 20, there's 20 trolls. There's no reason why Mason would speed things up at all. No, definitely not. Oh, you're bringing all the troll kin. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, we're really yeah. I, well, if I we do it. meet them, we want like our best chance of having a like a fighting force. Otherwise, we might as well just send scouts and nothing else yes. to just yes. report back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like this. So if you bring all of them, yeah, Mason, you're obviously you're only going to move as fast as your slowest person. Absolutely. So, since you have a bunch of trollkin who will be most likely be on foot unless you like grab caravans or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if, if uh, what's it called? If Jornheim will outfit us with a caravan or two, uh, we have Mason and then maybe a horse or two. That could maybe speed things up at least. Cycle yeah. people like go at a hard pace and then cycle people in and out as they get exhausted. I think that's a cool idea. So if we want to, uh, someone wants to just roll persuasion to try to sure, uh, persuade sure. the caravaner. Uh, now I just, one. I need you to give me some 
free-ish stuff. Free-ish. We'll bring it back as long as we survive. It's for the go to Bjornheim. Yeah, Johanna Honeyhair will be uh, <laughs> rewarding you handsomely for your service. To Thank you, Carl. Johanna Honeyhair is making it rain on people who are helping Bjornheim. <laughs> Oh, well, hot yeah. damn, I don't want to be left out. Yeah. Why would you roll 18? 18, yeah. <laughs> so you end up getting uh, two pretty shitty caravans oh. that will uh, hold a good part of the forces. Okay. Yeah, so, but it will cut down some of the time. Um, so let's say now instead of a week and then some time, let's say it's just a week. All right, good enough for me. Um, so as far as for danger rolls, uh, I'm going to need three. Three D10s, please. That's a two. Does that count? Christian no, it's got to be outside the, the, the box. Three. Three. First day's travel is not too bad. The uh, Trokin seem to be adept at nature, so you guys are getting through the thicker parts of the forest. Again, it's snowing pretty heavily out here. Um, the wind blows pretty hard, um, but they are trekking on. Not too many troubles. Uh, next person, please roll me a d10. That is a three. Another three. So, uh, again pretty simple day you're now starting to make the bend around the outside of the mountain you can see the gloaming crag is in the distance to the right as you guys have made uh some way up Northlands. Uh, and i rolled a two bastion rolls two okay your final trek is probably the hardest part um as you've gotten farther away from bjornheim and farther north the the weather is getting more and more worse uh colder the wind blows harder there's fog that keeps on coming in and out visibility's been reeled down just real shitty days you know days when you walk outside and you just don't can't see too far ahead of you and um makes it pretty difficult to get through but you eventually come closer to the river you can hear it in the distance and in this setup so you're on the opposite side of the reaching mountains here and it kind of dips down into this uh, ravine where there's a bunch of forest and you guys are kind of like standing above on this hill and you can see in front of you this large like kind of valley that kind of dips into this river here and uh you can see where obviously people have crossed before um it's the river is probably like a hundred feet wide oh wow so it's just wide enough to be a problem for like siege equipment or horses and stuff like that um you can if you're like trying to like test it out for deep, how deep it is, it seems like they could possibly in some parts they don't like, you know, it's probably like over uh, six or seven feet deep mm-hmm. where it would be tr- trouble. But if like they're riding a horse, they might be able to just kind of pound through it in some areas. So you figure this will slow them down. They'll have like a vis- like a choke point at here. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I don't know if you boys have uh, any inclination of what we should do here, but my, my thing is kind of set up a, a sort of camp around here, but uh, with camouflage being our primary purpose instead of comfort yeah that sounds pretty good also i think uh perhaps if we can catch them while they're uh sleeping mm. and uh not in werewolf form yeah there's potential that we can kill quite a few before they shift i think that's a great point yeah we, we pick our sneakiest and maybe do like a night mish yeah oh yeah a little werewolf shish kebab i'm into that yeah yeah as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as we get some eyes on on where they're exactly they're at we can uh we, we can uh Sort of figure out what, yeah, doing stuff like that, Sif, that, that, yeah. that makes sense. I wonder, I'm also really looking forward to see what that giant K looks like in person. <laughs> I'm really excited. The K? On the map. We're right underneath a K. Oh my God, that's so funny. Um, yeah, I wonder though if they travel by night or day, these werewolves, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's like the Hollywood sign. Yeah. <laughs> 
oh, we're here. We're at Bug Life. It's just a fucking giant. It's like seven miles wide. Um, yeah. All right. So you guys, I would imagine trying to set up in the trees and outside there. Um, if you guys want to roll me uh, either survival or um, something just to show me how you're, how you're going to set up. Hmm. You said survival or what's the or? Uh, yeah. Or nature, I guess, <laughs> okay. to try to blend in or something. Just All tell right. me what you're trying to do and then what you're rolling. Yeah. Um, so this is to, we're trying to do a camp. Yeah, trying to. I would imagine you're trying to do a, like a stealthy camp from the outside of the outskirts of the uh, where you want to have this battle. Uh, I take uh, I take a little rope and I tie like pieces pieces of like a uh, like a bush. I was on gonna me. say I'm like making a makeshift ghillie suit. Oh, yeah, man. I, think I was doing something is. similar. Yeah, yeah okay. definitely me uh, for sure doing that. I rolled a fifteen. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm breaking down branches, uh, trying to like break down enough so that we could kind of come up with some kind of scaffolding uh to kind of get like a little tiny and not quite a tarp but something like that we can put between two rocks and like be underneath uh, i rolled a 17 oh I, okay. I start digging a punchy pit <laughs> okay punchy pits across the, okay across the bottom. i love this i love this because imagine this is this is over a course of days okay yeah, he kills oh. two trolls raises them, <laughs> and then makes them dig the pit so, oh, yeah, so Sif is in the corner like uh grabbing like saplings and like just wrapping them around him and all of a sudden you you see like this bush that didn't seem to be there before and it turns its head and it's got <laughs> Sif's nose putting out of the front of the head. He has a complete ghillie suit. So. Yeah, you just see the gleam of his one golden tooth. <laughs> it's, it's like a weird first episode of Survivor. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's exactly it. Yes, I love it. Uh. Um, so what we'll do for your weird ghillie suit, um, if you are in the forest, you will have advantage for your stealth checks. Wow. Okay, cool. Let's do that. All right. Carl, you're digging punji pits. What did you roll for this? And what skill did you use to dig punji pits? Nature and 15. Okay. Okay. So I don't imagine Carl does a lot of manual labor. Yeah. So it sounded like a great idea until you got like three feet into this pit and you're like, fuck, this sucks. Um, but the troll can see you like kind of going through this. Maybe you instruct them to help you out. You have you have the plan, just not the brawn. Right. And so, <laughs> so over time, you eventually get these punji pits going, and maybe you find a corpse or two to kind of raise <laughs> and help you build these punji pits. Um, it does take some time, but you end up getting a uh, about like ten or so uh, out in front of this um, where the rivers meet. Wait, t- ten pits? Yeah. So you, we got a lot of trolls. It's troll power, baby. You got twenty trolls. Yeah, that's that's fair. If you, that's if a we, lot of pits. Do we want to spend the time to math this out, Jerry? You just want to? Do you just want to let us wave our hands and and, and move on? It's a big square pit with spikes sticking out of we it. We have twenty trolls. That's Joe. a lot of. Pun- I'm I'm worried about us falling into our pudgy pits because they're everywhere. <laughs> if there's twenty of them or whatever. We, we know we know exactly where they are. They're in the edge of the river. <laughs> I didn't mark any of them. That's the point. You're not supposed to know where they're at. Just don't go near the river. Total gamble. Total gamble, but Gosh. I love it. Okay. So, uh, Bastion, you wanted to create some sort of uh, like shelter. Shelter. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm to fit this many people. It, it is uh, it is quite the task. So you kind of get deeper in, and maybe at like the base of a hill, like we yeah. talked about, and yeah, you know, putting some branches from across to another tree, and kind of creating this lean-to that kind of encompasses a good part of the crew, and kind of hides away from the uh, outside view. Sounds great. Yeah, it comes together very, very easily. And who is doing scouting? Let's do that. Uh, I think obviously Montaigne uh, at, in the evenings. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you bring this up to Montaigne. He's like, so you want me to change into a bat? And can you actually do that? You say, you say it like it's a ridiculous thing to ask of a vampire. It's, it sounds it's not, freeing. It is just. Is it painful? It is not painful. It is uh, unbecoming. I am a, I'm much more than a bat. I am, 
And we know that you're more than a bat, baby. But like, <laughs> you still got it in you. I, I, I do. And you want me to? He kind of flutters his hand, <laughs> flutter over the river over there and see what happens. All right. Yeah, well, specifically, you're looking for signs of werewolves and trying to track where they go and how they move. Do they move at night? So if you, if you see them and they're moving at night, you come back, you go, hey, they're coming this way. They're moving at night. Or if you see them camped out at night, which would be great because then we can jump them while they're sleeping and kill a bunch of them. Yeah, hmm. yeah. That's like fun. That's what you want. You are like far and away the best version of a scout we have. Like I can do a little bit of scouting, but you are like you can go as far as you want. You can see at night. You're a you're a tiny little bat. You're inconspicuous. Oh, large bat. He's <laughs> <laughs> very. You're he's a very formidable. <laughs> you're a formidable bat. Yeah, thank, and and thank you. you can you can just kind of go where you please and be undetected. That's an that's you know it's <laughs> that's like the best quality for a scout. And if you find another scout, you can just eat them. Right. All right. Wouldn't um, that be fun? You can see somebody. Like, you know, I mean, I'm wow. sure you see how critically vital this is for this plan work. <laughs> we, built, we dug all these punji pits. Do you want, do you want, to, do you want all this to go to waste? He yeah. <laughs> built 10 of them. Fair, he didn't fair, mark any. Fair enough. Um, it's a please. real death trip out there. Somebody all roll me. From all the poor trolls who died in the punji pit construction business. <laughs> we lost half our trolls. Just, <laughs> just, just got punji pits. <laughs> punji pits. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Does somebody want to roll me a uh, persuasion to persuade Montaigne to do this? Am I you? allowed to or no? Yeah, yeah why absolutely. Not? Why not? Unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. God, guys, this is why I hardly ask you to <laughs> for a freaking roll. So why would he disagree to that? I mean, that just would yeah, be insane. Yeah, honestly, it's it's a good it's a good good thing he did. Um, yes, I can I can do this for you. Thank you, Montaigne. As, as the night comes, I will change. You are so valuable. Thank you so much for helping. Listen, I don't want this to get weird. Can I watch? <laughs> he squints at you. <laughs> I just want to see how it happens. He kind of thinks and looks at all of you, and obviously you guys are going to want to watch too. <laughs> yeah, we're all like, we're all like nodding. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we we would yeah. like that too. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I love Montaigne. God, you're so, so cool, Montaigne. Mon- you're so cool. <laughs> He's going to turn into a bat. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Can Slovic come? Is it like what What kind of because like you're going to shrink, right? So like what kind of shrinking is it? Is it like uh, like do your clothes stay the same size? You know, do your Carl, come I, with don't, it? I don't I'm not able to see it myself, but my clothes are always on. If that's what you're asking. I'll tell you. What I a mean, punishment. Wait, so when you look, so <laughs> when you turn into a bat and not yeah. see how rad it looks. Sorry, so wait, so you can't see yourself as a bat? Like you can't look down and be like, oh, or like bats. Head? They don't really have a neck. Do oh, they? they're not. They're I mean, I guess we are down. getting off subject. But do you echolocate? Is that how you like find, or you have like bat oh, eyes? Yeah. Like, how's it work? Because bat vision's actually not very good. <laughs> yeah, and do you have a human-sized dong, or like <laughs> <laughs> when you transform? <laughs> it coming. I knew a dick thing was coming. All right, and this that's is, the end of this conversation. Yeah, this has gone on far too long, and I am regretting all of this. It's okay. We'll find out when you turn. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa V. Weeder. Okay. What, what you get? What you're working with down there? It's, it's just also new to us, Montaigne. We really tripped out the first time we met the werewolf. I can only imagine. Um. So, <laughs> no one else is scouting, correct? Like, so nah. if you're not scouting, um. Well, I just feel like he's going to be able to scout more effectively than well, others. Okay. Like, I know, I, during the day we have, we can have a uh, Percival scout. Yeah. And yeah. then during the nighttime we have him scout because he doesn't need any backup. No one's going to be like, 
oh my god, there's a Dracula it's, vampire it's, it's bat. It's a bat. Get him. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, I, I think, uh, yeah, during the day, it makes sense to have, like, me and, and Sif scout and, yeah. What, what I would say, though, I mean, I, I would like at least two to three trolls just kind of posted a little bit far away from us, even half a mile away from us, just so we have some kind of early warning in case we miss something. Okay, so you have some some trolls kind of across the river, maybe, yeah. and like waiting. Okay, all right. So with a firm like uh, like a map. detailed map of the punch pit. <laughs> 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 it's it's apparently, the, apparently, they usually put shit on the punchy pit. Uh, oh yeah, spikes. so they get Vietnam infected. Is yeah. terrible, 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 terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, we all we all are shitting in a bag and just <laughs> dumping on the punch. Yeah. Yeah. Right, everybody, collect your poop for the punchy pit. So. <laughs> Night, I guess, will come as we move forward into... <laughs> this is a bad podcast we do. <laughs> it is a bad podcast. Matt's just going around from 10 to 10 in the morning. All right, everybody's shitting his bag now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who gets that job, too, is applying the poo. <laughs> it's just one smelly troll. And like, all right, now you're on scout duty. You're two miles away from us. Let's- He's like, why do I have to do it? Well, your name's Smelly Jeff. <laughs> let's let's, let's in- undignify Montaigne even more. Oh, no. <laughs> it's one of your flesh puppets. One of your flesh puppets are your bone daddies. Yes, and, yes. Puppies. and like every puppies. once in a while, it just takes a taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so we will... Uh, go into a vision for this one for uh, Montaigne in bat form. You <laughs> watch as unfortunately it's kind of a puff oh. as he turns into this bat. All of us at once are like, oh. oh, he needs some cool thing he says when he takes off. Hmm? He needs some cool thing he says when he takes mm. off. He says like abracadabra. I, like, like I say, per- yeah, abra fucking cadabra. I say, <laughs> like I say, Percival to the skies. What, is, what does he say? He's got to have some like, he goes bat form. Like Excelsior, Excelsior <laughs> is like the thing that comes to mind, but not Excelsior. Right. No, I, I, he put me on the spot and I don't know what he would do um, because he's such a miserable fuck. I don't know. Like Night Flyer or, you know, like some. <laughs> some <laughs> he just, he just, he just like lazily says <laughs> and shamefully says. Yeah. Reference. Yeah, bat form. Yeah. <laughs> or he has to do like part of the Batman theme. That's actually kind of fun. Batman. I can't. I can't finish unless I say it. He takes to the skies in a puff of smoke, and like I said, unfortunately, you don't get a very good view until he starts to fly over the moon, and then you get a good outline. Um, outline of what, Zach? That dick. Uh, <laughs> you, we watch as this as Montaigne takes flight over the giant K in Vargreich. You were just yes ending the fuck out of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's and it starts going towards the <laughs> Moon Palace because you guys kind of kind of told him like what direction it's from. It's directly north. Um, and as he gets closer towards the area you begin to see in the forest there are many uh campfires for like watching this bat as he flies in the air and he looks down and you can see there's many campfires and different soldiers uh camped around them it seems that they are stopping and taking a rest um as he is kind of like making his rounds around the encampment it seems that there is multiple at least 60 uh different soldiers here um and they do have some caravans like it seems like a pretty decent sized force that is coming through to come down towards the uh, Gloaming Crag and then Bjornheim. 
Um, we see as he kind of like flutters down towards like a campfire of them, like sitting around and like the ground starts to shake as a werewolf just like walks through. Like there are people that are chained, changed and are just walking around. It seems like they have people that can't come out of being a werewolf and some that are just regular soldiers. Um, but they are all preparing and talking about, you know, getting glory for the Jotun and having a rightful spot in the North. Um, eventually, uh, Montaigne will leave this area and fly back and he kind of reports to you guys what he sees. Okay. So you're saying there's like deposits of like soldiers. Yeah. That, all like all over the place or no, is it one big camp or like it's, it's, it's more, it's different camps of about 60 soldiers, about one, a total of 60 soldiers in different small camps, but they are all kind of like coming down from the moon palace. Mm. Are they close to each other? These camps or yeah. are they kind of well, yeah. like, okay. Mm. And how, like how much of a journey are they from us? Like what, I guess, when do we expect them to, I mean, they should be there by morning. I guess we could be doing this in character with Montaigne, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but to, to to kind of move this forward, yeah. Um, he explains like what he's seen and uh, what what he's expecting. He says, you know, there are multiple changed. They don't seem to come out of it. Um, seems that there is at least sixty foot soldiers. It's not terrible for them being in this in the open. It should not be awful. There will be casualties. Mm. Well, I mean, if. Uh, your your estimate was that they'll be here in the morning. It seems so. It's unfortunate because I mean you're kind of our our bazooka and you're going to be offline. Can we intercept them? Yeah. Man, we dug out these punchy pits though. <laughs> I mean, or <laughs> maybe we, we can always lead them back here. <laughs> do, do we want to like send Montaigne and a harrying force to kind of hit some of them? You know, do some damage and then run back. I'm up to that. Yeah, if we have like a fast way of retreating, we can really get like a good strike on them, like a few arrows and spell volley and, and whatnot, and um, at least get them riled up and and freaked out. I like that. I'm okay with that if if it, if it is something that would work for the the fight. Yeah, I mean, why don't we set the trolls up ready on high alert to to fucking party down? We us us three in Montaigne and Slovic. Uh, yeah, mm, I think Slovik should be here, you know, commanding the trolls, but uh, whatever but you she think. she also has a, uh, a magical weapon, you know? That's true, that's true. Wh- whatever you guys think, we, we, that, that, that part's up for debate. Well, we could leave Orson here with... I don't think Orson came, did he? He did not. No. Oh, he didn't come? Oh, shit. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking somebody, that the uh, should have a leader of some sort. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but it doesn't matter. Either way, uh, we, we have Mason, and we have Montaigne, who can turn into a We bat. do have a few other horses, don't we? Yeah, probably, right? You also yeah. have a, say, the horse patch, don't you? That's gone. <laughs> oh, he used I, that? Got yeah. eaten by a bullet. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, died, died immediately. Immediately. Um, oh, I, yeah, I, I remember I, that now. <laughs> that was Zach pretty wild. Fist pumped. I, um, uh, I, I say we, we take only as many soldiers as we have horses or means of getting out of there. Montaigne, you can fly, so sorry, you're just going to do that. The rest of us will take horses. And preferably only those that can uh, make substantial ranged attacks. We we only need things that can um, hurt the werewolves in the werewolf form. Because it, yes, otherwise, there's no fucking point. Agreed. We're just wasting lives. So, um, r- real fast, I, I cannot help in almost any way. Uh, I, I have no ranged spells. Uh, I am bad at stealth. I'm wearing full plate. 
Yeah, that's um, that's fair. This, I, this I, may be a me and Sif. And well, uh, I was gonna say I can say at a distance on a horse in case things or on a Mason in case things break bad, and just as a backup plan. But otherwise, maybe you probably could distract them as we come up from behind and try to take some out. I'm 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 up for that. Yeah, I could be the distraction, and as they start to file out, you guys could uh, swoop in whatever you like. It is important to me that you understand that I can't be in that river. I will die. Okay, why would you, why would you go in the river? Better. I'm just saying that if it comes time for self-preservation, I can't be in running water. I, I actually didn't know that, but um, I mean, you can turn into a bat. What's, what's the big deal? There is no big deal. I, I mean, okay. Just, just no, something, but, you know. I mean, if you can get to your coffin in time, that's, that's all that matters. Like, you know? Hmm. You gotta like, Clocks the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> or we could like, you know, we can bring the coffin with us, like strap it to uh, Mason. uh, Mason's back or something. <laughs> What's the benefit of the coffin? It's not like home base or anything, uh, right? In case the sun comes up? Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Wait, do we need to carry that around? Do we have like a spare burka or something we could just toss over you? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I eat burka. Oh, dude, what about your bag, man? Can he fit in the bag? Oh, yeah, There's no air in the bag. Does, he, does vampires need air? That's a great question. You're not putting me in a bag. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's very accommodating in size. It's like a large sleeping bag, really. Yeah, it's four foot on a side. Can, right. can we put your coffin in there? All right, listen, we've pushed our luck with Montaigne a lot. Let's, right, let's, yeah, let's, let's let this one I've been go. very kind. I know. The joke aside, that's good to know, Montaigne. We will, uh, you know, if we, if we have to bug out, make sure you just go a different direction. Mm. And then uh, you take care of yourself any way you need to, buddy. Will do. And he shifts. Uh, da, na, 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 na. <laughs> I like the depressed Batman song. Da, na, 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 na. Batman. <laughs> what? Damn, what? Uh, so, so, DM, how many horses do we have total? So, we, I want to say three. Yeah, Mason, two. Yeah, I like it. Very, okay. very scout force. All right. So, I guess just three of us then. Oh, yeah. Well, no, can, I'm not riding we, my own pony. We, I'm riding on the back of Mason with, yeah. with Bash. Yeah, let's. That's can fair. we get more than one on a horse? Or, yeah. Yeah. You can get is, me and Sif on a horse, yeah. probably. Did we establish Mason's a, like a stronger than normal horse? Y- he's a war horse. Okay. So, yeah. Um, fair enough. All right. I love this. So, so we got we're taking the person that has a whip and we're taking the person that has a silver battle hammer. Works for me. Works for me. Um okay. so let's put the time. So like two two trolls, one riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. So we'll have a force of six people. Um, okay. So let's put the time around like maybe one thirty, two o'clock, close to it. So you know the sun will come up probably in about four or five hours. Okay. Um the travel is not very far. If you really wanted to, uh, if you guys are just going to run down there and try to basically goad them back yeah. towards you guys. Okay. Um, let's. But well, we're definitely trying to take out some sleepers, some people like, you know, okay. hit and run, basically. So we, I love it. We, we hustle there. Then we, we get, you know, like when we first see signs of their camp, we slow it down. Okay. So, yeah, you guys ride into the night. Um, it probably takes maybe like an hour and a half to get closer to where they actually are uh, running full speed on this horse. And in the distance, you can start to see these uh, small glowing fires of an obvious war encampment. Again, like you described, many pitch, couple pitch tents um, with the black and yellow uh, Vargrite colors and their uh, symbol on the outside. And... Um, you can see even from here, like the looming creatures of uh, werewolves that are kind of walking around with them. So, since I'm riding a horse and he can kind of walk for me, I'm going to send Percival on up to uh, uh, Percival to the skies. <laughs> um, and he uh, to kind of scout and uh, I want to do a perception check and see what's around. Specifically, are there any explosives? Hmm. Oh, boy. 
explosives. I like where you're going. I wish this game was like a little bit farther in, in timeline. Um, explosives. Give me a perception roll. That's uh, advantage on that, but I got a net twenty. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I got a net twenty <laughs> and a thirteen. <laughs> so let's say uh, explosives is not something that the Varkreich would probably have, but maybe something that is very flammable, like maybe their their hay for their for their feed for their horses, something that um, maybe find a spot where their tents are kind of like densely like uh grouped up to where maybe if you set fire to that it would probably create a pretty big distraction okay let me look at okay firebolt is 120 feet how far away can i send percival because <laughs> if i could just give him like a flaming piece of hay and like hey fly this over and just land on the tent and fly away like, i mean that, that is that is plausible it's just like the I think I want something different. I think we okay. can do better no, I, than that. I get it. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not a magical fire <laughs> delivery bird. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Take this one strand of hay, fly with it. It's not going to go out, and yeah. then you're going to drop it there. Yeah, that's fair. It, that's fair. I mean, just blow on it. He's going to sit there and flap his wings to make sure he fans the flames. Yeah. I mean, he could just sit on something and then you hit him with a firebolt <laughs> and it can go up in like a blaze of glory <laughs> i can Jay use hit him. something with a firebolt wait a minute i can use him to cast touch spells oh boy uh, but i don't have don't anything have any... like that i don't have like ignite anything person by touching them. yeah he has nothing useful whatsoever create bonfire or something like that i think that's one of them um regardless oh, uh yeah. what, what, is, what is the plan i mean because you also have montaigne he could be your distraction as well above the table plan why don't we get you guys close um montaigne maybe be the first one to pop it off maybe we even say to montaigne you pop it off you go get some killing in and then you just bug out because you're you're running out of time you go get to safety and then we just pull him back i mean um without getting too like game mechanic-y in fiction like what kind of stuff does montaigne have like what's his spell book look like like oh (laughs) he he doesn't really have a spell book i think Uh, he would just have probably a wep- a regular weapon claws just and just being very agile and strong okay um other than that no no real spell book so more like a blade kind of vampire than like a dracula yeah. kind of, okay yes oh um, <laughs> yeah he's i mean he actually can summon some a swarm of bats which you can do um or a swarm of wolves oh Leo, he could definitely do that because yeah. you're, you're in a forest That's i mean good. that could totally work i mean yeah just the confusion involved in a swarm of bats and wolves <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay i like this all right so montaigne's like yes um so you're gonna so let's just say there's a in this large encampment there's a group of like uh four different tents over in the corner that are kind of densely dense enough that you could set fire to them um the ones that are on the outskirts to the left are kind of have this forest where if montaigne came with a a group of wolves that uh, start some havoc over there. And we're going to put this plan into effect. Sure. I love it. Okay. Um, Carl, go ahead and give me a roll for your firebolt to try to find that target and hit it. Uh, I'm going to, for the first time, uh, play him a little ditty and be like, blow them the fuck up call and then give them bardic inspiration. Oh my God. Which gives gives me what? Um, I think it's a D six. I'm wondering if I should also use a luck roll because I just rolled a 10 total, like three plus seven. Mm. And the best I can do is a 16. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to burn a charge of luck. Sure. Okay. That's five Ooh, plus seven is 12, which I'll just roll the D6. Might as well. 14. 
do anything at all. <laughs> do, do, do you let me down? <laughs> so I also have inspiration. What's that do again? Oh, that's an advantage. That's a, but you already did with you Lucky. You already did with. Yeah, I yeah. really don't want to let you do it again. That's fine. Um, but you're hitting a tent. Like it's not moving. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. What's the AC on a tent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a group, group it's, of tents. It's not. It's not moving. I, I was thinking above above twelve. He did it. Um, okay. So from the distance, I imagine this is you're probably just trying to do the maximum range. So, so you guys are kind of like sitting off uh, farther down the way, and this little firebolt f- flies from your hand all the way sailing across towards these tents and lands in this kind of like hay uh, where they're kind of storing hay in one of these tents, and it just starts to quickly uh, gain a blaze and start crawling through these tents, and people start running from them, and then. You guys hear from the left a like large howl, which doesn't really bother them. Sure. None of them <laughs> are even aware of like what's going on. But the screams of men as they're being devoured by wolves, which he fucking uh, radical. That is really cool. I didn't know they could do that. Um, oh, my God. Thirteen uh, wolves from the, <laughs> from the forest come and start um, eating the Vargreich soldiers that are far off on the left. And as they are all starting to rally. We will catch up with you guys next time. (laughs) Wait, so fucking regular wolves started coming and picking them off? Yeah. He can summon Montaigne uh, Montaigne can summon wolves. I didn't know that vampires could do that. That's fucking cool as shit. I like that even Montaigne was kind of impressed with himself. Oh, I haven't done this in a while. Damn. (laughs) It's a lot of (laughs) wolves. (laughs) I've done this before. I never got this many wolves out of it. Children of the night. I didn't know I could do that. Once a day? Oh. Wow. I should have done that. (laughs) It says wild outdoors, so I'm like, yeah, let's go for that. Yeah, fuck yeah. We would like to thank Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com and Michael from Game Chops for allowing us to use their music in this episode. Music is licensed under Creative Commons. Also, check us out on Instagram at Adventure Public Radio. Tweet at us at APRPod. I want to hear from y'all. One more thing. Tell your friends. Tell your nerds. Tell your geeks how awesome this adventure is following these furry and feathery heroes as they travel the lands of Midgard. We're getting bigger with every episode, and it's thanks to you guys and girls. Thank you for listening. Now here's a clip that didn't make the take. Oh yeah, get in there, you fucking sick son of a bitch. Ooh, uh, I like when you talk dirty to the D&D Beyond. Yeah.